Hi, I'm Sabrina Soto. I believe the best conversations are with friends who are really able to open themselves up and share their lives, both the good parts and the bad. You're going to be listening to some of those candid conversations and hopefully gaining some insight to help you redesign your life from the inside out. Hey guys, today's episode is all about crystals. I love crystals. I have them on my nightstand next to my meditation pillow, but really, I don't even know if I'm using them the right way. I met Cass, the owner of Garden Gypsy Collective, a few months ago, and she is a crystal expert. So I thought it would be fun to invite her on the podcast to really just pick her brain. We chatted about how to choose crystals, how to use them, what the benefits of different crystals are. It really was an enlightening conversation for me, and I felt like I learned a lot. But with anything that's in the sort of metaphysical world, there aren't concrete answers for everything. At the end of the day, it's about working with crystals and how they make you feel. Setting citrine next to your bed to make you feel abundant or rose quartz to make you feel like you're attracting love into your life. It's really just based on your feelings. There are no hard and fast answers. Anyway, let's get started. There's lots to talk about. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, yeah, I, you're so welcome. I think it was divine intervention that we met each other that morning because crystals are something that I have. I use them. I think I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I'm not using them right. And so I <laughs> I know a lot of people are the same way. I have like a whole plate of different crystals sitting next to my meditation pillow. And I don't I just like grab them sometimes, but I want I want to just pick your brain on crystals, how to find the right ones and really how to use them. Yeah, definitely. I love that you said that you just had them on a pile right next to you and you can just like grab them. That is step one, being like a child, grabbing them without question, you know, and also first obtaining them. You got to get your crystals. You got to somehow go to a crystal store, go online. You could check out my business out. It's GardenGypsyCollective.com. But yeah, you got to get crystals in your life. It's just like getting plants in your house and getting some organic life back into your, you know, routine. Crystals are that. Um, they've been used for centuries in jewelry and, you know, almost like pharaohs and queens and kings, they cover themselves in crystals. So they definitely have some lure, some mystery and some beauty to them. And we're all super attracted to them. And I think just starting off with being attracted to them, going like a child, grabbing whatever color that you're attracted to, you know, maybe going by the basis, like, okay, you know what, today I'm feeling super blue. I'm wearing blue. It could even just be on the basis of what you're wearing and what, you know, decor you're like feeling. It, It doesn't matter how you use crystals. It's just starting to use them. So not judging yourself how you use them and, and why you use them, but also being open to how other people use them. But there, so, there are certain crystals that are for certain, I guess, healing properties, right? 100%. So diving in more on the color therapy side and the energy side, crystals can be used to invoke, you know, kind of just like flowers do, some sort of essence. They, they really bring bliss to your life. They they can remind you of something. Again, it's very childlike. You're being organic with what comes up when you grab a crystal. It could be the color and, and the sense, and you just kind of go with it. And, and you start breathing into the, the color and, and the energy and start feeling maybe where it resonates with you. And maybe if you uh, do a little research and you know that, you know, pink and think pink, pink goes to your heart. You kind of put a pink crystal near your heart and your heart chakra and you, you feel it and you kind of 
open yourself up to color therapy and energy energy therapy. So let's go with what type of crystals are used for basic energy. So um, love and and um, heart is is very pink and green. That's the basic color of, of heart and love. So if you're looking for some sort of emotional um, connection, if you're wanting emotional healing or some sort of self-love and self-care, pink and green are the crystals that you're going to go to. And So like some, a rose quartz. Yeah, some common crystals that are pink and green would be rose quartz. A green could be green turquoise. Um, it could be green aventurine. Um, there's a, a, a lure of amazing minerals that you have to tap into. So being stuck on one, just grab a crystal. You, you're attracted to amethyst and you're like, okay, I love this amethyst. It's purple. It's, I love how it's grown. It's, you know, I know it, I see it all over the place. What what do you, what do I do with this? And you could put it next to a photo of yours or next to your bed and see how your dreams are and see how your day is. You could bring it with you and see how your work day is. Put it next to your desk, put it next and set an intention, maybe hold it and set an intention. But how do they work? how do they actually work? Like the crystals itself, yes. I think the best way to think about it is a very mix of science and and magic. Basically, crystals were grown here. They weren't they weren't they weren't produced in a factory. They weren't you know just came out of thin air. They were scientifically and and earth like the atoms and the molecular realm were created here through an abundance of the um, periodic table from, from the elements. All the elements created these minerals. So it has taken years upon years and, and you know, way too much time and crazy science. There's so much science backing crystals. There's so much magic to it because it was grown here. And that's a, like, I know you're like, what do, why, why do people are attracted to it? What do people do with it? And it's, kind of hard to describe because of the fact that it's so it's kind of magical when you think about a, a full cave of crystals it, it's almost like a a dream you're like wait wh where is this place there's a a cave of crystals still on earth you know people understand it because they'll spend thousands of dollars on one crystal for their wedding ring people get it but they don't get it right it's like it's, it's so abundant. There's, I think there's like 12 plus minerals in our phone, you know, quartz crystal and, and granite tops. Granite is a, um, a countertop. I mean, a lot of crystals and minerals and, and rocks are used. They're so important and we don't even realize how important they are. And, and they're also so beautiful and, and so desired. How can one mineral be, you know, $10,000 or, or, you know, $2. And it's, it's really just this this science and this this passion of learning about minerals and crystals and I, and and starting off on the basic level of just getting them in your life just buying a beautiful you know amethyst to put into your on your coffee table you know putting it a, a, a selenite crystal which is a white beautiful cleansing crystal on front of your in front of your yoga mat and see how your practice goes hold it and set an intention just like how people Set an intention with doing even meditation and set it, you know, uh, like a plan, just plan, add it to your habitual like routine, put a beautiful, you know, flower um, next to a beautiful quartz crystal, standing quartz crystal right next to your coffee cup and, you know, set a, an intention for the day and 
hold the crystal and 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 look at the beauty of it. It's it's a beautiful, miraculous thing. To me, it's a miracle to think about how it was grown. Once you actually really look and observe minerals in front of you and hold them in your hands, you really get to you get questioned. All these questions come up. All these feels come up. I mean, it's a really organic process for each one of us. And that's why I encourage everyone to find them and to get them into your life and to, you know, ask questions, show, show them off, explore them in the moonlight and in the sunlight, um, hold them and meditate with them and definitely do research books. And there's a huge community online and there's, you know, this podcast and, and other podcasts that will, will guide you to, to it. And it, it's just the start and the start is it is you obtaining it and, 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 and then diving in why you can be like a child and grab this tangerine quartz and just, you know, you don't even know why you did it. You just bought it for 20 bucks at the, at a store. And you're like, okay, so I have this crystal, you know, I'm going to go home with it and I'm going to set it on my coffee table for a few days. And then, you know, you're, you're, you're going to grab it and you're going to bring it with you and you're going to hold it with you at your work day. You're going to, and you're going to set it next to your laptop and you're going to be creative. And, and then all of a sudden you grab the book and you're like, I want to, I actually want to learn about tangerine quartz. Let's go online. Let's do some research and let's learn about it. And then you're like, Whoa, orange, it's, tan- it's creative. And I just felt a creative burst organically. I brought it to work. I put it next to my laptop and I was, you know, feeling a creative buzz, really just in my routine, feeling a little bit better about something. And maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe it didn't, but I mean, orange, and, and this this feel and this it's organic. It's just like why people go to farmers markets and buy flowers, put them on their their table right. because it's beautiful. It's 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 something that you're going to create. Right. Everyone's going to have their own experience to tell. It's a story to unfold. But it is when you beautiful. read. Sorry, when you read those crystal books, it's like some say, okay, amethyst is for X, Y, and Z, and rose quartz is for this, and you know, every everything has its own reason. Why is that? Like, I know everything is energy, and crystals are energy, but yeah. but who, like, where did that come from? Where this crystal is good for this purpose? So it, it came from a multitude of things, but I would say, you know, it started off with someone with passion and working with a mineral for a very long time, meditating with it, just mm-hmm. really, you know, falling in love with it. There's people that have spent years and years just holding one crystal, mining one mineral, having their family use and, and honor this one mineral, and they really get an understanding of it. So that that's one. Another is, again, the color therapy. Color therapy induces things. And Ener- like color is energy, energy, like you, you can express things by color. People feel things by color. So that's another thing that defines the energy of it. Also, again, the organic growth pattern, thinking about how it was grown, the, the, the pressure, the, the organic, I mean, in a sense, it was alive at one point. Once you have harvested it from earth and have taken it off the matrix of it, its growing pattern, you, it's, it's not in a sense not that it's not alive anymore, but it's not on its growing matrix anymore. So it doesn't have the potential to grow. It's harvested. It's now a tool to use. I mean, think about even just the start of some of the crystals. I mean, people used onyx to create weapon, you know, like tools, not sorry, weapons, but like tools and, and items because it's, you know, it's glass and it's able to be amended into things. So, I mean, there's basic um, principle that comes with crystals and, and knowing that, that the energy and 
the history, I guess, behind it is a multitude of, of story and a multitude of, well, why are the Native Americans, you know, covered in turquoise and, and red coral? And, you know, why were the pharaohs in um, the Chinese dynasty covered in jade? Right. You know, it's like there's still, again, this mystery that we can define. We can talk about all these stories. You know what? They gave blank, blank, blank to this. We give a diamond ring on a, a finger that's worth, you know, ten to $30,000. You know, there's this kind of organic history that is um, kind of a, a story of its own. And that's where the, I guess, the energy imprint of each crystal is, you know. And, right. and I think that's what the beautiful thing about gemstones is, is each one has a history and a story that you could spend hours unfolding. Just, just one mineral, you know, one simple mineral has this vast, you know, energetic, you know, science, science based and, you know, history based and kind of mystery based, like, uh, you know, history to them. I don't know. It's just really, it's to me, it's fascinating to me. It's, it's mystery, but it's earth. It's a rock. I can still, in a sense, like I can have this rock and it hurts if I drop it on my foot. Like it's a stone. It's got this weight to it. You right. know, you, everyone can identify a, a stone or a crystal cause it's, you know, a rock in a sense, you find it all over the place. There's, there's vast use of, of crystals and minerals and stones. Now, you know? does it matter the size of the crystal that you use? You know what? Yes. And no, I mean, I would say if you want to, you know, just, if you have a, a room and you want to create a good energy into the room and, you know, you know, it's a big room, you know, I would definitely call for a little bigger crystal, you know, just so you can see it and, and, and honor it. You know, when you walk in the room, it's a, you know, you can see it. it. It's just like on this beautiful display. And so, I mean, I love bigger crystals for kind of space creating, but I mean, it doesn't really hold like this power. You don't need to be carrying around a huge amethyst to be like, I am, you know, protected. I am, you know, in, in like into my highest good. I am creating and manifesting um, for the better of all. You know, you don't need this massive mineral to just hold that. Our yeah, that would be a little cumbersome to be walking around with a yeah. huge amethyst. I mean, sometimes I do admit that my purse does get a little heavy <laughs> when I start loading it up after a while. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you. Does it matter mm -hmm. if you wear it or can it just be in your purse? Does it have to be in your pocket? Does it have to be touching you? Oh my God. That's the most beautiful thing. I mean, I just keep going to this like simple, like very mantra like stance and it's very like, it's kind of all those things. It's yes. I have some specific minerals that are a little bit more sharper. I don't really carry it around a lot. That's more of more of my, you know, my display or my altar or, you know, a very in, intention setting. Like I love putting crystals next to photos. I, I have photos all over my house. Um, and I, I love, you know, thinking about my grandma and setting a beautiful crystal and a, you know, beautiful pl plant right next to the pretty photo and it, you know, breathing for one moment, just honoring a little, you know, so those are called altars, you know, so, and I don't want to turn people off when I have like altars or grids. Those are just, you know, little beautiful displays in your house. I mean, they're like our little things that could be in the bathroom too. They can be right next to our, you know, our kitchen sink when we're doing the dishes. It's again, yes, it's, I've heard about the grid that you build a grid with a symmetrical pattern, right? Using the crystals. Yeah, but what is the point yeah. of that? You know, again, I honestly, the, I would think the one main point is a kind of on meditation realm. You're touching crystals, being specific, 
making a beautiful design. It's very much like what painting is. Mm -hmm. It's very much like drawing. You know, you are taking time looking at this organic uh, minerals and gems and you're, you're kind of playing with them and, you know, being organic, like being like all these purples look together Wow, they look really pretty doing this. You can make patterns. There's, there's ways to do grids. You can, you know, have a flower life print, even print off a flower of life grid or buy grids and, and align it with specific sacred flower of life grids. And do stuff you have like the that. flower life grid on your website? Yes, we do. Okay, good. And can you explain what that is too? Yeah. You know what? So basically think of the best way is like sunflowers, sunflowers, everyone sees them and that sunflower pattern growth. That is uh, like a really, it's a sacred geometry growth. It's found in nature. It's very mathematic. It's kind of like two, four, six, eight, ten, or exponential two, four, eight, sixteen, thirty-two. It's like very math based and it's sacred geometry. So it's geometry that can be tied to numbers and it's found in nature and they're beautiful. I mean, I, I know it's so basic and simple, but just think of a triangle or a square or a rectangle. There's more advanced uh, sacred symbols and they're beautiful and they're fun to play with, to set your crystals on top of. They're fun to, um, again, have on your coffee table. Um, it, it really helps the, just the energy flow of your whole space. Um, and again, when you play with grid setting or altar making, it's very much like, um, you know, setting the table, you know, it's like where you set them, you know, you can be very beautiful about it. I mean, it's really a beautiful experience to slow down and to create a beautiful space in your house with crystals. Right. And, you know, I, to me, I'm like crystals never, in a sense, they never go away. They're, they can change. So you can set a beautiful space and you can use it for a few months or a few, few weeks in one location. And then, you know, when you're doing your cleaning, you, you change it up. You decide to, you know, put all your, you know, half the crystals away on a beautiful plate and then, and make a new grid. And then you decide to work with new crystals. And that's where you kind of create your own story. Cause you're, you're growing with it. You have a few weeks, a few months of just like grabbing crystals and touching it. And then you're like, wow, every time I work with fluorite, I feel very focused. Every time I work with fluorite, I feel very, you know, um, in control and not overwhelmed and my task gets done. Fluorite is great for that. Fluorite's a great, just, you know, really good, just to get things done, to get your task over, not to feel overwhelmed. And then you start to learn that. And then you go reference the books and you're like, oh my gosh, these six other books, you know, these uh, references online, they're kind of saying the same thing. Right. And then you kind of you kind of understand how they they come to fruition. This story of you know fluorite, the story of amazonite, of of rhodonite, of aquamarine, and and you know you can be again organic about it. Like find what your birthstone is. Be feel proud of you know the month that you're born and get into it that way as well you know so it's just very open for you to just play <laughs> that's the best part it's just like uh very playful okay so then I also hear that if you do buy them they have to be cleansed like you have to clean your crystal how do you do that sweet yeah definitely you I would suggest doing that um and there's a few good ways to do it uh, you could get um, sage. Or, or Palo Santo or Sweetgrass, and we do have those online. Um, and if they're not up, 
yet they will be. I know that we um, just got an order of sweetgrass in. So anyways, um, but yeah, you can take uh, their, you know, cleansing tools. So again, there's sage, Palo Santo, sweetgrass, even cedar. And that's, that's smoke. You can use smoke to cleanse. Um, you can but also you should use, always uh, cut, you should always clean them, right? 100. Yes. And when I first get crystals, yes, I want to introduce the crystals into my energy. First and foremost, cleanse them. I, when I send every crystal off to their new home, I will cleanse it before I send it. I still even suggest the other person do it just because just because, I mean, there could be a multitude of reasons of why we don't need to get it, go into that, but just, it sets it into the tone of your resonance. You really just get to claim it and honor it. It's just a moment. It's like a little ceremony, like welcome to my house. <laughs> but after you clean it in like, let's say, and this just happened to me the other day, a friend of mine came over and she was touching every single one of the crystals. Is that, is it okay when other people touch your crystals or do you still yeah. have to clean them? It doesn't matter. Yeah, you know okay. what? It, it does, you know, people can touch your crystals. If there are specific crystals or maybe there's a specific grid that you're like, all right, this is sacred. That's usually in your room, yeah. you know, right next to your bed. And that probably won't be touched. And that's where maybe you could put those specific crystals. Right. But other than that, it, I, you know, let people be organic with your minerals and every then, then just know every so often you still have to cleanse it. You know, maybe you don't need to cleanse it because you haven't been working with it, but you remembered, you know, hey, my girlfriend's been coming over. She keeps touching these crystals. Every so often, let's cleanse it. Maybe even cleanse it with her. That would be a fun thing to do with your friends, you know, really. Oh my gosh, are, are you kidding me? Some of my friends would think I was nuts. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what? They think, you know, if they think they're nuts and then you just show them like a really beautiful, like crystal gemstone necklace or yeah. a, you know, some, and they're like, oh my God, I love that. And you're like, well, this is gemstones and <laughs> you no, know, they, they know, love it. They love it. I you know. know. I'm <laughs> so into it. I have, I do have a bunch of friends. So for New Year's Eve, instead of going out, I had a bunch of really close friends over and we did vision boards for 2020 and we got oh. all of our crystals together and we saged each other. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we are so LA right now. <laughs> Oh my God. It was so good. Tell it me was, right. it really was. Yeah. And like emotions came up, like all, it was like this little sacred moment that you had with your, your sisters. And it's like, it's with crystals and, and good food and good laughter and, so, you know, good, good memories. Absolutely. So. It was a great way to start the year. So if pe I know there's two things people always want to attract in their life, money and love. So what are the good crystals for abundance? My gosh, get that abundance sense. We want some citrine and some malachite. Okay. And I love getting a little citrine and slipping it in my wallet oh. just for that extra kick. Yeah. And then have one, you know, so, okay, when I'm really calling in a specific intention, I will overload it. So I'll have, um, you know, citrine and malachite right next to my bedside. I have a little citrine in my purse. And again, I, I do have a large collection, so I have a lot to play around with, but so yeah, I will set it next to my bed. I'll put one in my purse. I'll have one in my like main area that I hang out in. And then every so often, if I'm doing yoga or something like a very intentional setting, it will be like my main altar setting. Say like, you know, there's a circle. It's like the main centerpiece is that main abundant citrine point that I have. You know, this large citrine crystal that I surround with other yellow and green minerals. Yellow and green are very money, abundant, confident, creating. So, um, yeah, so I would do that. But I really, again, the organ like the first way I would say is just put a little citrine in your money wallet 
look at it every time and just do a little mantra when you see it. You know, like I'm going to create this abundance. Abundance is flowing in and like, look at that yellow crystal and just like feel the gold energy, the gold money coming through. Mm. Okay. What about love? (laughs) Love. Love. Give me that pink and pink. (laughs) Give me that pink. Pretty much like pink and white because white will give that cleansed, any like emotional baggage, you're going to cleanse it. So I would say selenite and quartz and rose quartz and maybe like a rhodonite, any pretty much any pink mineral, but rose quartz is the most common. And that's going to cut any emotional baggage, but also give yourself that self-love and self-love is always going to attract more true love. So starting off with yourself and your emotional space, put some rose quartz on your heart. Where I would wear a rose quartz pendant. We definitely have some rose quartz jewelry, but I would put with, you know, with love, think about your heart. I would try to wear jewelry. And then I would set maybe after a yoga or a workout and you're like kind of doing asana and you're, and you're resting, maybe put laying down and putting a rose quartz on your heart, like physically having uh, just that energy touch that space is really sacred. Um, and maybe even sleeping with it under your pillow um, and, and thinking about it and like writing, you know, writing down just love, just, I don't know, call in love that the best way you can do is to call in love and then hold that crystal. And like, it can be your friend almost kind of like your love buddy until it comes through, you right. know? Sometimes I so, call in love, but they don't answer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I'm like, okay, wait, hello. hello. Knock, knock. Maybe do I need to get a bigger crystal? No. <laughs> the next time you see me, I'm going to be lugging this huge rose quartz oh behind gosh. me. <laughs> Oh gosh. Yeah. There's been some funny memes that have come through. It's like this giant crystal. It's like, how do I put this on a ring? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what are your favorite uh, crystal books that are on the market now for people who are just starting out? Yeah. So uh, there's a really awesome book. It's just called the big book of stones. It's a really easy book you can remember. Um, and it's just, it's on, it's on Amazon. It's on, okay. it's at the, for ev- um, Barnes and Nobles. For everyone listening, I'm going to put a link to Cass's website and I'll put a link to this book that she recommended too. And a book to the flower grid that's on her website as well. So you don't have to go searching for it. It'll be on the notes wherever you're listening to this. Awesome. So yeah. And the book is by Robert Simmons and, and then, you know what, any, pretty much any other crystal book. <laughs> I love, I love collecting books. So I have like all the crystal books, but that one, the big book of stones is just a great go-to. It's got a male and female download on each crystal, a little history of it. It's a really good book just to introduce yourself to all the crystals in the realm. There's just thousands. And so. have you found, have you seen using crystals like change your own personal life? Oh my gosh. I mean, this is why it's 13 years deep for me, love. I, I love gifting crystals. You know what? It's changed my life, but it also changes so many others. Like children are completely fascinated by minerals. So my daughter, Olivia, she's four. And when she comes up to my room, she loves to play with the crystals. Yeah. That's why it's also fun to have out. And that is fun. I feel like if children touch crystals, they're cleansing it. You're like, you don't need to cleanse it after children. They're totally cleansing it for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, I love, I love crystals and it's, it's something for me that I, I'm not, I'm not gonna, it's forever. It's a forever thing. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to be doing this for my garden gypsy collective is, you know, five, six years in the making, but you know, crystals have been my passion. So I've been a little girl, but I've been fully like crystal, a crystalline being since 17, 18 years old. And it's just, 
uh, it's a lifestyle and I just want to share it. I just, I love sharing it and um, I can't wait for everyone to just check out our pages and our, our Instagram. We're yes, really tell, them, tell everyone what your Instagram handle is. Our Instagram is gardengypsy underscore collective. And yeah, it's me and my best friend, Steffi Lou. Um, we are a women-owned business. Um, we're a complete partnership, 50-50. It's super empowering to work with your best friend. And it's really empowering to be two women, you know, supporting ourselves completely. We're full-time artists. And it's just crystals are our life. And we just want to share it. And that's... And I'm just so grateful for our connection. I mean, it was really, it was a really divine timing and just, you know, meeting you um, in California. It was just really magical. I am um, so happy. Thank you, guys. Thank you seriously for your time oh my today. I, I now learned what the heck I'm going to do with all of my crystals upstairs. Oh, yeah. So much fun with them. Ugh, I love it. Thank you so much. Again, you guys can find her on Instagram and all of her Instagram, her website, the book, everything will be in the notes section of this podcast. Cass, you're the best. Thank you so oh my much. Gosh. Thank you so much, love.